All right, we're back with Inside the court. Scoreboard. It's Jamal. And I'm Corey. All right, let's jump straight to it. So uh, it's been a lot of rumblings, uh, really with NBA Twitter, really with the sports media. Um, most recently, Ime Udoka, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, has pretty much been uh, been outed by his own franchise. It looks like it was alleged uh, misconduct because he had relations with a uh, consensual relations with a uh, a female staff member, and I guess it goes against their protocol. And so he is facing the possibility of a one-year suspension, and that seems to be what is going on right now. Um, from what Shams and Roll just reporting is pretty much he's going to face that year suspension. Seems like it's a little bit more uh, than than just a uh, I guess a coach messing around with a staff member. Seems to be a little bit more to it. All the details have not yet came up came about, so um, we're just kind of waiting and listening, like you all. Um, to me, um, and I'm not even going to jump that far into it yet, but we all know. Uh, Ime Yudoka, he is, he's not married to Nia Long, but he is, he does have a relationship with Nia Long, has a child by Nia Long. They've been together um, for a while. I'm not sure if they're just co-parent or, or what, but that just adds more to the fire in regards to the situation. But uh, Corey, man, what's your thoughts on that? Man, it's, it's a lot to unpack. I know, especially if you're a Celtics fan, it's a lot to unpack. Um, I guess just to start with Coach Ime Yudoku, um, just, I, I guess, first, it's not really an accusation. It seems like it's been confirmed, so we don't really have to worry about if it's true or not. I will say this. Some people are saying, hey, his business shouldn't have been outed. You know, the Celtics are wrong for that. I'm going to disagree, um, only because I understand come coming from the Boston Celtics. <laughs> I really do. I, I'm going to disagree. I, I heard what Stephen A. Smith uh, said today. Uh, felt like this wouldn't have happened if it would have been a white coach. It's a lot of white. Uh, people in, in the in professional sports that do the same thing. Yeah, I ain't gonna but, put a race car, but I, I know where he was coming from. But I don't think it's more so with race though. I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying because it's a lot of people out there that feel that way. You know what I'm saying? So, but more importantly, it hasn't happened recently. This has not became this has not became about. We haven't heard of anything like this recently. I mean, within a within a, a um, within a professional sports or a franchise. My thing is, I feel like Boston is covering their own asses pretty much because what they what we see a lot of times is this type of stuff will go on and they, but then maybe somebody goes left maybe um the girl is no longer interested or maybe coach ume is no longer interested um this stuff like that happens and then all of a sudden stories get skewed franchises have to come up off of big money um scandals yeah. go on things like that i feel like they brought it to light the moment that they found out about it getting everything on paper, getting everything documented that, hey, this is what's going on. And I don't really see anything wrong with how Boston handled it. I, I feel like you probably feel differently, but let me. what, what you think? Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel a lot differently, bro. Um, I just feel like, and I do know where Boston should have, you know, pulled both of them to the side, probably did more internal suspensions or fines, whatever they were going to do internally, and let it be done. If it's in-house, let it be in-house. If the league is not intervening, why make it a public matter the way they did? And that's my issue with it. Like, this is not like the Robert uh, Sarver incident where this is more of a league matter and more of a public matter in the situation that needs to get, be dealt with. I think Boston just, just pretty much out of him. It was no reason for this to be public. This could have been in-house. Reports could have been internally. They could let their HR team dealt with it. They could have smoothed this over. I get how they're trying to protect themselves, but 
I feel like they just totally I know people are gonna get on me for saying totally disrespecting him and his staff member, but they did. I mean, I guess they I'm assuming they have something they uh I guess for their um for their company policy that hey, probably employees cannot date each other. That's probably absolutely. Uh, they probably absolutely. have that sitting there, and they it, it's company policy. It is. It, it's, it, it's 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 there. And they went against the and they apparently he went against the grain. So I do get where they're coming from. The one, like I said, my issue with this not is just making it public and then trying to give him the Deshaun Watson uh, treatment, the Robert Sarver treatment. Like, bro, he didn't do anything. How's it? How's he getting the Deshaun? Deshaun? How's he getting the Deshaun Watson treatment? So it's been in a year. That man. Okay, so the punishment. I got you. Okay. Yeah, he he getting suspended pretty much. They're gonna try to get. They're throwing a book at him, bro, for this man for for messing around with the staff member, and it's consensual at that. We mm-hmm. ain't talking about like air thrust to Deshaun Watson and just you know going wild with the masseuses and all that. And we ain't talking about Brett Favre, you know, taking money from the poorest people in the nation in Mississippi. Um, and that's not me. And that's not any slander in Mississippi that are one of the poorest nations. We're not talking about Brett Favre doing that. And like I said, Robert Sarver, the media's like made it a point to make this the top news, sports news. And, um, push right now it's just just this story and it's not even so much Whitney alone being the factor with it too as well mm-hmm. but I don't know if they together but I feel like he like say uh, he he fumbled the he bag. Have a problem. He yeah, have a problem. She, yeah cause it's, it came out public and I think he he probably more like bent out of shape because it became public more so than the suspension, suspension itself to be honest because the man he does have a kid that he's uh, raising with her like so I'm not sure if they're official I do see a course I, I don't know if they're just co-parent or what you know, they could have been taking a break, but when your business goes out in the street, you know how messy it can get, bro. So hopefully he's not mad at nobody else but himself. Hopefully that's that's all I can say. True, because you made that decision yourself. You know you get paid these millions of dollars. You know what's in the contract. You might be able to just say, Oh, well, this goes on, that goes on. You're the head coach, man. And at that, you're black. And you came here as a rookie coach. Like, I'm not really trying to give him too much leeway, man. And not to oh, mention no. in the new, in the new world that we're in now. It's, it's so many franchises that have had to cut the check, CTC it, because one of their staff members wants to get, have a relationship or pursue something with another staff member. And yeah, you're right. We don't hear about it at the moment or it may not come to light as that. They may just say, hey, he was released for personal conduct issues, such and such and such. But teams handle it. They probably felt right. the way that this came about. We don't know who the staff member is yet that this is this is how we need to handle it. And I'm not mad at Boston for that. Be professional. Yeah, they could be. I feel like they're being professional, but also being messy at the same time. Kind of, it's, it's just an overreaction, bro. This should never hit the, the sports media. This should have been something internally, bro. It's got to be a way. I, I, it's a way that they can do it without everybody being publicly embarrassed. Even though they were, they're in the wrong, yeah. in the yeah. in sense. But they could have did this a little bit smoother. That's, I mean, like, come on, Boston, really, like, yeah, putting, putting all this out there um, towards the media, and then you know. The man does, like I said, he does have a family, even though he, you know, he was doing his thing. But at the right. same time, like, if you suspend him from a year, you pretty much firing him because I don't know how he can come back in that building <laughs> after this, bro. Like, yeah. This is how, and then the fact that, that it's almost like a dish of slapping the face to him. So you think you can replace me as a coach because Brad Stevenson tried his hardest to get that team to the finals and couldn't do it. And I took this team with lesser talent to the finals. And, uh, to the Warriors, you know, a few games. So it's like, it's almost disrespectful to me as well. Like, dang, I know I kind of messed up, but here you go, just 
trying to suspend me for a year, get rid of me, have an intern replace me. So I really want to see how Boston, you know, can bounce back from this because they're putting their team at risk. I don't know if this is confidence from the organization. Like, we ain't even worried about it. We'll be back. You know, our team is more important than uh, our team is way more important. The team is important than the coach. But at this point, I feel like they're thinking like, hey, any coach can come in here and coach this team. I don't know. Boston's Boston's competitive nature, competitive history. I am surprised at the decision to suspend him for a year because you're definitely sacrificing a good, good year. Uh, where you have talent and momentum, but that just, you know what I'm saying, Jamal, that's what makes me think the more this story unravels, we may start to understand why Boston approached things the way they did, whether it be the age of this young lady. I'm not trying to throw sure. dirt yeah, on you're, you're right. I'm just we saying don't, we don't probably, know. We don't know. So I, especially from Boston, you know, you know that, you know those upstairs guys want to yeah. win today. We don't know the, the color of her either. You know, we're not insinuating right. anything, but a lot of right. factors can go in that. You know, we hey, don't know hey. whose daughter that is. We don't know how she got the job. We don't know, you know. You could be the head coach, but you better not be dipping it too much around here. You know, like you said, it could have been, you know, a staff member's uh, niece, a younger woman. It could be somebody's yeah. wife. You know, you, we don't know. Still, yeah. I feel like internally, unless, but the way they went about it almost seemed like it was in spite, though. Like, we're going to get you. You think, like, we warned you and you kept playing around. Could be, you know, could be. They might have already had a conversation. Like I said, you know what I mean? Even Richard Jefferson tweeted, it got to be more like a lot of people are saying it has to be more of like a lot of athletes, yeah. you know, uh, who, who are, um, who are, you know, guys that carry this over character, you know, we're saying, hey, man, it, it has to be more to this, uh, more to this than just, you know, a guy was, um, had a consensual relationship. And that's the part. It's like, it was consensual. It wasn't like this guy was, you know, forcing himself on anybody. But, you know, maybe that's just, they didn't want to, that dynamic in the locker room or in the building, but it's just, it's messy all around. Cause then you have the people speculating that it's the, um, that is the one that the uh, female staff members and um, can't think of her name right now at the moment, but um, Allison, her name was, name was Allison for sure. I can't think of her last name. Okay. But we all saw the pictures uh, service, nice mm-hmm. looking lady played in WNBA, but everybody was kind of throwing her picture out there. Like, Hey, this is the, alleged mistress you know they was kind of doing it wrong and you know she don't got nothing to do with this they said it was even reports that confirming hey he they were not messing around with uh, with each other she has nothing to do with this so i kind because she was getting thrown in there for a good she still is kind of attached to it but yeah until that report came out i mean it was obvious everybody was pointing her direction you know it was video surfing of her in the locker room just in the dress it was it was bad it was like she's just an innocent bystander in this whole situation so uh We'll see, man. Hopefully, Boston can get it work out. Yeah, man. I feel bad from him because uh, from what I was, from what I saw, he's a hell of a hell of a hell of a coach, players coach. So we'll see. Like I said, I mean, hey, like I said, Neil alone wasn't the baddest. So I mean, who knows, bro? Who knows, man? Who he, knows? He, you know, hey, he it might be like, hey, you know, I told I can pull something too. You know, you ain't you know she makes the yeah. might have her step up uh, her game in the relationship, but who knows? <laughs> but. Uh, let's move a little bit forward. Uh, Anthony Edwards just um, – he was fined um, a few dollars compared to his NBA check. But he was fined a few dollars uh, recently for some uh, very uh, homophobic slurs towards uh, a group of men. I, I don't want to – I heard the quote, but I'm not going to say what he uh, said, of course. And it was kind of um, – he made it mean into a hateful way, but there's no reason. It was definitely homophobic because he shouldn't have – and the way the video is, he recording these group of guys that's minding their business. They're in their own little thing on the side of the road. It looks like they're probably leaving the club, going somewhere, but 
they're a guy, a little bit feminine. Like I said, mind their own business. Anthony Edwards pulls out his phone for some reason, records them, and says, he says something that was very homophobic. Like I said, I can't think of it right now, but I remember seeing the video and definitely was like, come on, bro, you out of line. Especially when they were just minding their business for him to put the uh, camera on them and say those things. And then they had the nerve to post it. Like, come on, like, that just shows the fact a little bit of immaturity. He needs a lot more growth. He may not be hateful, but those words probably, you know, hurt that community. So how did, how did you feel about it? And do you think it was the right thing for him to get fired? I think I may have lost you if, if you're talking. No, I, I did lose you for a second. It went out right at the end, right at the end there, but I pretty much caught everything you were saying. It's, it's definitely immature on his part. Definitely immature on his part. Um, not making too much of a big deal about it, man. Some of some of America's, quote-unquote, America's favorite people were happily saying heavily homophobic things just a few years ago, um, So and people grow. So that's that's all I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, we don't really seem to give uh, America's favorites. And usually America's favorites are going to be white, is what I'm saying. Like a Joe Rogan can bounce back from a whole clip of him using the N-word and calling people apes and things like that. <clears throat> but this young man is going to be ridiculed. I'm just going to leave it at that. I feel like the, the uh, fine is, is appropriate. NBA did what the NBA had to do. It's not like he put it in a private chat. He pr put it on the Internet. So oh, you put Come on. What he did was worse than what the coach did, bro. He made you dope. <laughs> yeah. A hundred yeah. times worse. <laughs> so I don't really care. Hey. And they would have said, hey, man, we suspended at the Edwards for 30 games. I'm like, you know, hey, bro, you you played that game and you tried to do something. You thought you was bigger than, you know. Yeah. You thought you was bigger than that, but you're not. You know, those are people. Like, I said, we shouldn't be having this conversation about, like, a, but that just shows you the – People at that age, they don't think about that. They just kind of say they don't think. And he probably didn't mean it that way. Yeah, yeah. He, ain't he, he no probably just trying to be probably trying to be more funny than anything. Probably wasn't in a hateful way. But when you're in a public figure, bro, you can't any, you know, you really shouldn't be making those remarks. But when you're a public figure, you definitely can't be making those remarks. And yeah, Joe Rogan, he's definitely wild. You know, he he's bounced back from it. And I don't, and even with Joe Rogan, I don't think he made those things in the right way. Because I think right. he was referencing, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't see the whole clip. I think he was referencing something that Joe Rogan clip. Uh, or Joe something Rogan Something someone else said. Yeah, yeah he, was else, but he was definitely a little animated with it. But mm -hmm. I don't think, do I think Joe Rogan is racist? No, I don't. Do I think he has black friends? 100% sure he has black friends. Do I think he, I think his stepdaughter, like I said, that's not his daughter. But his stepdaughter just makes that we don't mean anything. People can be racist with a, um, with a black wife and black kids. But. But I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist uh, to um, pretty much get to my point. But like I said, I think he'll grow from this. He'll learn, you know, yeah. And I think the someone in the Timberwolves organization, like, hey, man, come on. Like, what's the issue here? You know, and talk to him. But yeah, the phone yeah. was justified and hopefully he learns from it. Yeah, the phone was definitely justified. Not going to get too, you know, like I said, he's a kid. He'll get better. I don't feel like this would be an ongoing issue with him at no, all. No, I think, I, think he, I think he learned his lesson. And hopefully, you know, so maybe if he, you know, if he really want to show that, you know, he, he he's, he sees people as, as equal, you know, do something in the community with the uh, LGBTQ community. I hope I got all the alphabets in there, people. My apologies if I messed up, but, you know, if he do, does something for that community, that'd be dope as well. But um, moving forward, transition to the NFL side of things, man. We got a lot of teams that just stinking up the joint, bro. Just straight stinking up the joint, man. My Panthers are, 
We know they ain't getting no better no time soon. The Falcons, mm-hmm. which is expected. Titans and Bengals and Raiders are a little bit surprising. So out of those teams um, that are 0-2, um, the ones I just listed, who do you expect that, that will bounce back um, from that 0-2 start and possibly, you know, be contending or push for a playoff spot towards the end of the year? Oh, man. I, w- I want to say the Panthers. I would love to be seeing the Panthers. But I'm going to say the Titans and the Bengals. Um, okay. The Panthers, of course, they're just not they're just not built. We see we see it on at least the way it's unfolding. They're just not built for the – yeah, that's what it is. It's not, not consistent on both sides. It's really hard to watch. Uh, Falcons, kind of like you said, expected. Didn't really yeah. get better. The Titans, very surprising. The yeah. last two runs that they made in the playoffs, just like momentum-wise, to come out here at 0-2, you know, I I feel like that little clip that's been going around within the last week of Derrick Henry getting knocked on his butt. I feel like that's a kind of like, and he was surprised. You know what I mean? He was surprised by the hit. I feel like that's a good representation of the Titans right now. Yeah. You know, so I feel like they can bounce back. Joey, man, out there, cool Joe. They are high. They have a high power offense, but for some reason, it's just not coming together. Like even on the offensive side of the ball, it's just not coming together. So. What do you think, though? I, we know about the Panthers. Do you do you see any of these teams making a run, doing anything late, just changing the thing up? Uh, out of all of them, man, uh, to be honest, I would probably say the Titans will probably – it would be – they have the easiest um, easiest path to make a comeback or to, you know, turn around their season. Like I said, it's still early. 0-2 is not a great start, but it's still early. But when you look around at their division, uh, Houston – Houston, you know, is showing some life, but uh, they're – they're in a weak division with Houston and the Colts are no team that people, they're a highly disappoint, uh, disappointing team to watch. Um, I thought they would be a lot better. Um, so Indy's not playing good. Houston's not playing good. Tennessee's not playing good. And I'm missing the Jacksonville show of life, but they're not playing. Uh, they're not playing great right now, but it's a weak division. So I think honestly, any of those teams can win that division. I expect possibly the Titans are the um, Colts to win it. But who knows mm-hmm. at this point? Because I mean, all those teams just look, do not look good at this moment. Since he man, they got tough. They got tough division, bro. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it, man. Um, the Browns are competitive, even without Deshaun Watson. The um, the Ravens, we know what they represent. Uh, they could have been easily two and zero, but they they just blew that game last Sunday against the uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Steelers, we know what they represent. Mike Tomlin's never been uh, under 500 as a coach, so in that organization, is just you know. Just a, a blue collar tough organization. So, um, yeah, and the Falcons is suspected, and the Panthers, man, they're just. I'll probably have another rant about them uh, individually if I can really take a deep dive. But I don't. Like you said, bro, they're hard on the eyes to watch, bro. It's really hard on the eyes. They look undisciplined. It's probably about time for my rule to go. It's probably been time. But yeah, I think the Titans, bro, they're probably gonna be the uh, ones to make that uh, turnaround. I definitely, definitely can see that, man. And then. It was also some other news going on within the NFL, man. Some some fines and suspensions sent out. Um, we all Marshawn Lattimore got into another once again another incident with his arch nemesis at this point, Mike Evans. Um, just a quick rundown. It looked as though uh, Marshawn Lattimore was in the face somewhat of Tom Brady. It looked like they may have been having a heated discussion about the previous play. Uh, and then again, this almost, if you remember the incident that happened, I believe two years ago with the same two individuals, Mike Evans, once again, came from behind, and pushed, 
I mean, that is his quarterback. But all, all I'm saying is, are you are you mad at, at Mike Evans in that situation? I'm not mad. Uh, the only thing I'm mad about is like, bro, y'all know y'all kind of thin at at receiver. So you know you're you're their best receiver, and you're just gonna go out there. You know it's gonna be a suspension thrown your way, bro. Seeing how you two have history, bro, and you're gonna be the aggressor in that situation. I like it from a te- teammate. I like it from a fan standpoint. You know, so I like I like to see some of that. Not so much of the fighting, but some you know sometimes it needs to be a little a little tussle between teams. You know, to get that competitive juices flowing. So um, pause. But you know, it's it's good to see. It's good to see. You know, kind of teams get after it, and it's a division rival. But yeah, he, that suspension was justified, bro, because he ran. He ran from the other side, and kind of Lattimore saw him at the last second. He hit him, and so he was doing the right thing, protecting his quarterback at the same time. I think Tom Brady's okay, bro. He was saying, "That's Tom Brady. What you want me to do, bro?" It's yeah. Tom Brady. They ain't not gonna let nothing happen to Tom Brady. That's just like LeBron and Isaiah Stewart. The rest yeah. would have took it. The rest would have took a hit before they let LeBron take a hit, bro. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna protect. That's that's Tom Brady is the league's guy. I don't care how old he is. That's their guy. They're, he's gonna be okay. So, like I said, I like it from Mike Evans, but he has to be a little bit smart. Like, bro, it ain't really worth it. But it's a game. I'm sure Brady appreciates it. You know, appreciates it. So, uh, um, Brady will probably cover the fee, the fee, or Bruce Arians will probably cover the fee because Bruce Arians is on the sidelines for some reason. He's not even the coach. I know he's still part of the staff, but. I didn't know he still had like a ch- traveling with the team type of road, but it was right, like, right. Look, look like he sick this pit bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, go get him there. Go get him. Go handle that for me. You know what I'm saying? So, because he was actually engaging with Marshawn Lattimore, which is crazy. So, it, I like the rivalry. Those two uh, teams are in uh, the division with the Panthers. So it's it's just, it's just fun to see from a fan standpoint. Yeah, man. Yeah, that lets you really lets you let you know about BA too. Yeah, exactly. um, it should let you know. Like it, that's a reason why he on the side, man. You need that type of energy in the locker room. I know this is just week two. Probably gonna miss week three. No big deal. In the long term, you need those type of guys. Yeah, bro. I, hey, man. I, like I said, I like it from both ends. You know, Marshawn, Lattimore, not, I'm not um, holding back. So this it, is good. To, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to see, bro. Definitely. Like I said, it's only week two, and y'all boys at uh, turn up like this. And uh, right. most recently, man, uh, Arizona had beat the Raiders. Uh, that was another 0 two team. I don't know if they're going to – they're going to be competitive. They're in a tough division. I can see them getting a wild card, and I'll leave it at that with the Raiders. But the Cardinals um, beat the Raiders. Calamari goes over to celebrate uh, with some group of Arizona fans um, at the uh, Raiders Arena. It looks like he has a friend over there, so he's dapping them up. He's receiving all the love for the fans. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited. One Cardinals fan, he he's a little into. He's probably just excited. He done got good seat. Kyler Murray done came over here. He didn't expect them to win the game. He definitely didn't expect Kyler to run over there. So he's a little amped up, bro. He probably not saying the guy, you know, is drunk or intoxicated. I'm just can just imagine he may have had a few beers, you know, you know, you know, he's feeling good. Possibly I'm not saying that, uh, he was drinking or anything. He winds up to reach at Kyler Murray and hits him in his face. Don't know if it was on. Um, that was his intentions, or if it was, uh indirectly hit him, but anyway, his hand slaps Kyle Murray. Now, like I say, from the video, you can't really tell if it was on purpose or not, but he, Kyle Murray does get hit, and he kind of reacts, and then realizes where he's at, and he just kind of backs off and walks away. But you can definitely tell he was a little frustrated, you know, getting hit in the face, of course. But um, did you see that video, and then, uh, what's your thoughts on that, man? I did, man. I caught it, and it's actually interesting hearing your perspective, because we haven't really talked about that, like, off um, off air, but I saw it from another perspective. I thought, and I, I'm 
be completely wrong. I only saw the video a couple of times. It looked as though the young man that was in the crowd or whatever looked like he intentionally smacked Kyle Murray because the way his face was so wound up, his eyes, to me, seemed like they were connected on exactly what he was aiming for. And the hand, it hit so flush to his face. Like, it was, it was a lot of grabbing and touching going on. But even Colin was like, hold on. Now, that yeah. one felt, that <laughs> one felt <laughs> different. He even turned, he even doubled back, like, whoa, whoa. Because he was getting roughed up by the other people. But the smack was different, man. Yeah, I, I, hopefully I'm wrong. He knew who did it, too. That was crazy. Like, he, yeah. like he got tunnel vision exactly who, who hit him, bro. So, yeah, bro, it, it was. And then I saw a video recently, bro. Like, at first I saw the slow-mo video. And I'm like, ah, it's kind of hard to tell. But fat, when you watch that fast pace, bro, it looked like it was just, just a straight open hand slap. Like he kind of knew where he was going with it. And like you said, like the force of it seems like he wants to hit the shoulder pad or the uniform, you know, something that can right. hit the hit like that, you know, some reinforcement if a hit comes that way. <laughs> but not nobody face, bro. Like even Kyler spoke out, I think about yesterday. He was like, look, man, I'm not really worried about that. He was like, you know what happens? He was like, I learned from it. He was like, honestly, I don't have no issues with the guy. If I seen it right now, I'll shake his hand. You know, he, he's not – uh, saying the right thing. Yeah, he's not moving on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's kind of hard to tell if it was intentional or not. Like I said, yeah. he, had, he had the perfect stuff on. He had Colonel uh, attire on, and he was excited. So who, who knows, bro? But next time, Kyler, keep your helmet on, bro. Don't go over If you going to dap your homeboy yet, bro, dap him up, keep him moving, do some handshake or some uh, hot fives, do a little lap, but don't. Don't have your back towards him or your face towards him that close to the fans, bro. Because no telling. Even if he didn't mean it, you know, people intoxicated. People are having a good time. I'm a little bit too excited. So those things can happen. Yeah. Just, I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure he learned that lesson from that. And it definitely, he seems like a professional. He'll, he'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. For sure. And I think, man, I think that's pretty much all the topics, man. Oh, real quick. I, yeah. I know we've got to slide out of here, man. But with it being Thursday night football tonight, we got Browns and Steelers. Both teams are one and one. Looks like we're in uh, Cleveland for this yeah, one. Cleveland. Who do you have to win? Man, Nick Chubb, bro. It was actually like one of the, like the second game I watched him. Like, I ain't gonna say the second game. One of the few games I watched Nick Chubb play um, against us recently. Man, he's a he's a hell of a running back, bro. Hard to tackle. Got good vision. Can uh, kind of got some breakaway speed. That kind of surprised me as well. All that being said, bro, I'm gonna go with Steelers, bro. I don't even know why I'm playing like that, bro. Uh, even though I don't really trust Mitchell Trubisky, I trust Mike Tomlin. And mm. Cleveland being some close game with teams that are not that good. Of course, the Panthers and of course the Jets they let come back on them. So I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Um, probably will be wrong, but that's the way I mark. How about you, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Steelers as well uh, for the same reason that for the same reason you pretty much said Mike Tomlin. I believe in Mike Tomlin. Um, but Cleveland has also been playing good. If that run game picks up, these if if Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can find a way to combine for two fifty, maybe oh, it's, it's yeah, they win, they win. Right. If they combine for two hundred plus, they win. Yeah, they ran the Panthers into the ground, man. But yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Man. I forgot it was Thursday night football. Yeah, so that's my that's who I got, man. Um, so we both called it Steelers. We'll see if we'll be right um, next week. But um, we'll see. hey, man, hey, you got just let so you know the fans know. Uh, Corey did beat me in fantasy football. He got me. Um, so congratulations. Wait, be honest. It won't. Wait, it won't happen. Honest. It won't happen. It won't happen again. No, I'm 0 two right now. It ain't looking too good, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure I can turn around my season. 
There we but, go, man. We'll keep y'all updated with all that, man, and everything and more. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more, uh, more, more content. We're going to continue to push y'all content. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yes, sir.